What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Self-Love Monologues, an ongoing podcast series aimed at studying the different expressions of individual love. Basically, what I'm going to be doing is each week I'll be presenting a unique perspective on the topic of self-love, particularly that painful journey that it takes to get there, because that's exactly what it is. It is a harrowing, mind-fucking journey that involves a lot of pain. All the participants in this podcast have taken a huge leap of faith by making the conscious decision to be vulnerable. Hopefully, their stories will help you remember that your life is a hundred fucking percent yours, which means you're entitled to love yourself completely and unconditionally without having to ask anyone for permission. So let's get into it. Okay, okay, so today I am joined by one of my favorite people whom I haven't seen in a while, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, it's okay. This brought us together and it makes me happy. I've got Chiedza in the room. Hello. Thank you for bringing me into your wonderful, wonderful, luxurious, just music video-esque home. <laughs> this is crazy. This is that, like, I'm sitting on a couch right now where, like, in a music video, the person is doing, like, the bridge, like, the emotional oh bridge. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, like, you know, getting into their feelings. Like, you know, you know those scenes in the music videos? Yeah, they yeah. They always do them in nice apartments yeah, like this. Yeah, that's true. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so it's I'm good just to like, have you here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, your spirit is always welcome here. You're good spirits. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And also, thank you very much. I think I said it before, but I, I can't thank you enough um, for volunteering. You were literally the first person that kind of shot a message to be part of this, and that just warmed my heart. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to show up, and we have to um, to do this. Yeah. Um, but um, the first question that I kind of um, had, well, I don't know, did you want to kind of like introduce yourself, like you know, what you, like what you're about, what you do, or anything like that, or you just kind of wanted to jump into the beta things, whatever works for you. Um. Yeah, I'll do a little introduction. Yeah. Um, my name is Chiedza Dodo. Yeah. I am a Red Seal chef mm -hmm. here in Calgary. Yes. I work for a Korean restaurant, mm -hmm. which is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, later on, we'll talk about where it is so you can come eat my food. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. You better work. I love the way you said Red Seal chef. You're like, yes. Yeah, I'm proud of it. Yes. I'm very proud you of it. You better be proud of it. Yes. <laughs> Um, well, thank you for the introduction. Um, so the first question that I kind of had was, why why were you so interested in doing this podcast that focuses on self-love? Like, what drew you to it so quickly? Like, it, it's so instant, like, a few seconds of reply, but what really drew you to want to be part of this? Um, <laughs> honestly, in the last couple of months in my life, I've been looking for something to help me step out of my comfort zone because... Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, I have more to give to this world than just, you know, just keep to myself. And I was like, you know what, what other better opportunity? And as soon as I saw it, it was just no question, no doubt, do it. Mm -hmm. And it was, even if you have the fear of doing it, just jump the gun and do it. Put it in your calendar, mm -hmm. do the things you wanted to do, start scheduling your life. So this was one of the first things I've ever scheduled in my calendar. Wow. To actually do wow. and, you know, like have a reminder at 530 that Nigel's coming over mm -hmm. and 
This is what we're doing. This is a schedule. I was actually on a schedule, and it makes me really proud of myself. Wow, that's that's really yeah. beautiful. That's yeah. and I want to go back to what you mentioned about like feeling like you have something more to offer. Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to tap into that. Like, is that something like that you just kind of realized over the last like you said the last two months? But had you always kind of had that feeling before those two months? Like. You know? Yeah, I've always felt there was something missing about me, mm. and I didn't know what it was. Right. And the moment I saw the post, it was, ding, that is it. Right. For what that means right now, I don't know, but yeah. we're here, and that this is what it meant. Right. Yeah. I like that. Like, yeah. your instinct just spoke to you, yeah. and you followed it, because mm -hmm. somehow your body reacted to it, and you were exactly. like, you know what, I'm just going to be part of it. It's always been hard for me to just follow my instincts like that it's right. always been hard so yeah wow that's 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 profound thank yeah. you thank you for sharing that um so speaking of you know self-love in general also i just wanted to know what does self-love it's such a broad term and it's very unique to each individual and it's different depending on what battles you've had to fight in your life but what does self-love mean to uh to you Chienza? um self-love to me means being selfless mm. um, because there's a fine difference between being selfless and selfish mm -hmm. and if you are s oh man I'm getting tongue-tied um, yeah so self-love means to me that if you have the ability to love yourself to the full potential mm -hmm. you have the ability to love everybody and everything and whatever you believe in to the full potential it starts with you because mm -hmm. i have a firm belief that your body is the temple of god so yes. if you can yes. love the temple of god everything around that temple will flourish if you can't love what's inside how can you love what's outside yes yes yeah. absolutely amen to that i like what you said um you know discussing self-love is sort of kind of like a duality type thing where it's not just about oh i'm loving me and i'm mm -hmm. taking care of me but it's also how does that self-love kind of project to the outer world exactly and the people around you yeah. um and i really really want to touch upon the whole concept of your body being the temple of god like a gift that you mm -hmm. were given something that you don't possess or own that's kind of the real realization that i came to come mm -hmm. to that exactly i don't own this this was a gift it's exactly. a temple and i have a responsibility to honor it and to really um kind of like offer the sacrifice mm -hmm. to it that i need to was that something that you already knew was that something that you were taught by your parents or you noticed or did you go through a period where you lacked you know this you know the, the awareness to think like that like how how did you come up to really kind of like own that statement my body is a temple of god because that is a very self powerful self declarative uh, declarative declarative statement i'm <laughs> getting time <-tied>, so. <laughs> all right but you know what i mean yeah. how did you get to that to that place of knowing that um i got to this place of knowing what self-love is because i was i was so tired of you know showing people love that never showed me love mm. and it was putting a strain on me and i i started blaming everybody that you don't love me because of this because of that mm. and i turned around and i'm like i can't pointing my fingers at everybody mm. but if I'm not gonna love myself mm. how's everybody going to love me and that's where again I came to the my body is a temple of God mm -hmm. because I have to make it look beautiful presentable for people to come in you don't just walk into an abandoned house 
you mm. dream for a mansion, right? You yeah. want a mansion. You don't want an abandoned house. Yeah. So if I'm going to treat myself like an abandoned house and wonder why people are not coming to visit, maybe I should fix something. Oh, my God. And yeah. if I'm not, you know, loving myself, loving my temple, then how can other people come and love my temple and respect my temple because if I don't respect myself they don't respect me right so it's just you know it's just a whirlpool I guess yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely and I agree um, and just to go back to what you were talking about when you were blaming people saying oh you did this you said this was there a period in that time that you felt any kind of self-hate absolutely how did, what did that look like like how and how did you kind of overcome it was it like you literally telling yourself negative words inside your mind or was it just the behavior that you had that was kind of hateful towards yourself or both it was both yeah it was both because it it became so much of hate hating myself that mm -hmm. i stopped believing in myself mm -hmm. i pretty much just gave up and you know, like, just felt like the world sucks, and I was walking in a dark world all mm. by myself, mm -hmm. and it was just, it wasn't pleasant, it wasn't fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, like, did you have any sort of, like, nights where you'd literally sit there or, like, you know, cry, and be like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not good enough, I'm not measuring up, you know, those like really like violent words that we sometimes internalize. Oh, yes. Um, if yeah. we're gonna be like completely honest, it got yeah. to the point where I actually ended up going into being checked into a psychiatric ward. Wow. Because it was at that point where I was like, no. Wow. No, I, I'm done. I'm right. done. Yeah. I'm, I'm worthless. Mm. No one loves me, no one cares about me. Mm -hmm. So. I'm just gonna try to take, but like, pretty much commit suicide. That's what I wanted to do was just right. commit suicide because right. all the sleepless nights. Because people say, you know, when you cry and mm. let it all out, it should feel better. But for me, the more I cried, the more it hurt mm. because I wasn't taking any actions of anything that I wasn't taking actions of like what happened after I cried. After mm -hmm. I cried, it wasn't a Oh, it was a, mm -hmm. okay, so now you you cry, now you're yeah. weak again, so again, beat yourself up down, because you're still crazy, you're crazy, and you're just not meant to be on this planet, just go kill yourself. Mm, yeah, 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 thank you so much for really kind of like going there with yeah, that, because it's not, it's not easy, and no. um, I happen to actually share that kind of pain, I, I, I think I posted a video where I was talking about the fact that I carried personal death wish for about 17 years mm -hmm. um, it took me many years to really articulate and realize that I was carrying it and then when I was carrying it I was kind of terrified of it and didn't really do anything about it until it blew up in my face mm -hmm. I also had to kind of like you know I had to I was forced literally to leave work to kind of like take off my health um, but the question that I had for you now is that <clears throat> when you like when you realize that oh my gosh this is where I'm at this is what I'm feeling now like on, on the onset of you actually really understanding that oh my gosh like I have suicidal thoughts were you afraid of yourself or you like how 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 did that manifest like when you first had that awareness that oh my gosh like this is what I'm dealing with I wasn't afraid of myself yeah. I was af I was more afraid of what's gonna be coming of after mm -hmm. yeah my, I had 
no fear, no respect for myself. I was done. Mm. It, nothing about me mattered. My opinions didn't matter. Mm. It was more of what is how is it going to affect the people in my life? Right. And that was that was now the pressure. That was just like, okay, mm -hmm. stop. Right. Stop. If you know, it's either you're going to seek help or you're going to keep going down this path. Right. Which one do you want? Right. So I had to do a lot of meditating, mm. a lot of. A lot of chakra building, mm -hmm. um, yeah, a lot of chakra building, and a lot of praying, mm -hmm. and yeah, a lot of fasting. It was, it was hard. Mm. It was, it was the hardest time in my life. I call it the, the dark ages. Mm. <laughs> I'm young, but I can say I had the dark ages. How long sure. was it? This was two years ago. Wow. Yeah. 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 And you're walking in your victory now. Yes. Yes, yes, I am. Yes, I am. That's, I'm that's very happy. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. So when you did have that realization that, oh my gosh, like this is going to affect the people around me, I've got to do something. Um, how, how did you muster, who did you talk to first of all to kind of get that help? Who did you kind of refer to and say, oh my gosh, can you help me? And then you ended up in the ward or did you, like how did that process go? Like, Honestly, no one, yeah. no one knew. Yeah. Not a single soul knew I was yeah. going through this. It was smiles on social media, mm. smiles to my mom, smiles to my brother, yeah. smiles to my boyfriend, smiles to everybody. Mm. When I committed myself, I had to tell them I'm leaving for mm. a girl's trip. And I guess when they hear this, they're going to know they're now. They're going to find out. Yeah. yeah. And I told them that I was leaving for a girl's trip and they said yes because to them, they didn't see anything was wrong because I masked mm. everything. So everything that I did, I didn't do by myself, but I did with God. Wow, I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's that's. I like the way you put that. I did it with God. I yeah. wasn't alone. I did it with somebody. Yeah. Um, but the that artificial identity that you had to sustain for a little while before you got to that point, you know, with the smiles on social media and whatnot, was it something that you had to kind of work really hard to like? put up or it just became natural you know how sometimes when when you're faking it it, it almost becomes a truth because you've been doing it for so oh, long yes you know so like did is that how we went into exactly work? i i was lying to the world and yeah. i started believing it yeah i started believing my own lies right and my own lies were reality that's mm -hmm. what sucked about it that i knew that this was the lie but i continued to do it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and social media is so bad for Oh, very bad. It's so bad. It's so very easy. Bad. <laughs> it's so very easy bad. to sell the lies. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, she's happy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. And, and, and uh, uh, you know, I, I feel like we have this similar kind of spirits and personalities where when people talk off us, they, they, they're just, oh, yeah, she's... He, he, she, so you see, well, he's always smiling. She's always mm -hmm. happy. She's she's the life of the party, you know. Mm -hmm. And and you almost feel like this huge pressure to always be on. Yeah. You know, and and it's it's so tiring and draining, especially when you don't even have love for yourself. Exactly. Um. So wow, like that's that 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 must have been really 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 tough for you to handle. But as you said, you put it really nicely, and you said, okay, yes. This is something that I did on my own that I didn't tell anybody, but I wasn't on my own and I did it with God. That's I really, really love how you said that. Like Thank just you. Like, like it's just oh my gosh, like <laughs> I, I, I wanna eat it up and just like you know, like hug it and no. hold it. Like I think it's one of the that's one of the reasons why I'm doing 
you know, something like this because everyone uh, shares their story in such a different and unique way and there's mm -hmm. always a positive takeaway from that. Exactly. Um, so, like, I, that this is, like, I'm literally going to put that in my journal today. Like, I'm doing it with God, you know? Yay. What I mean? because yes. It's not, it's not easy. No. I mean, can you kind of share, like, even what it's like for you now, two years later? How do you manage, like, you know, is it something that you've completely gotten over? Or is it something that you continuously on a daily basis work on? And how do you do it? Every day I work on it. Every <clears throat> day. Every day. I'm not I'm not 100% better. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not 100% better. Even with, you know, my, my growing in the way I'm growing now spiritually. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's made me realize who's, who's there for me and who's not there for me. Because even in my praying and in my fasting even today you know like some things people don't even know that i went through mm -hmm. they kind of like it's kind of it's kind of weird it's it's like they the way i felt that people did not care mm -hmm. it's so different now because i have that self-love mm -hmm. with god right mm -hmm. and I, I love everybody the way i love myself so now it's different when i'm going through things I don't have to hide it or mask it anymore. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, my family and friends, the real ones will notice when mm -hmm. something is wrong. Just mm -hmm. by me saying, you know, I, I want to go to the store. The way I say I want to go to the store. Mm -hmm. They can notice, like, you know, that's not what they say, but that's just an example. Mm -hmm. They notice the small things, and that's because I've noticed the small things. Mm -hmm. I've, I've noticed the sm small things. I've prayed to notice those things myself before someone else notices them mm. and because i can reflect on myself now people can reflect on me mm -hmm. so me pointing my fingers at everybody saying you know they hate me they hate me they hate me they hate me it's now they love me they love me they love me and i love them mm -hmm. yeah that's a very deep 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 <laughs> metaphysical sense of self-awareness yeah like i like when you say, i pray to know before others because that's mm -hmm. so important right yeah um do you find that because you said you know you you were you were in a, in a period where you didn't think people would care but do you find that especially us as as um as, as africans do you find that it's it's very difficult to even have discussions about mental health in our community specifically or, yes yeah it is very hard because you know i want to say it's it's not I don't want to put the blame on anybody. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's a when you when you're accustomed to a different culture, different things come out, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're not accustomed to it, and if you're not taught how to think a certain way, you're never gonna think that way, right? Mm -hmm. So like, especially with the African culture, we're taught to be strong. Mm -hmm. We're taught to fight whatever it is and forget about everything else. Mm -hmm. But what they don't realize that it actually builds up mm -hmm. and even mm -hmm. if it doesn't build up and that person doesn't show it at the back of that person's mind on their deathbed mm -hmm. without telling anybody they're going to die without truly showing you who they are yeah and that is our african community because mm -hmm. they don't care about i find they don't care about how we truly feel mm -hmm. it's more of the image how what we're supposed to portray yes and people forget that also to be great you also need to think great mm. we can achieve mm. anything we want to achieve mm. 
but are you supporting me 100% mm-hmm. your way or my way or are we doing this together? Yes. What is it? Yes, Pastor Chiesa. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you just took me to church. I can't right now. I can't. Like, I need some holy water in order to be great. You've got to think great. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Because, no, take that away. No, seriously. You, you, you just hit the nail on the head there. And I agree with you. I agree a hundred percent and you know that's another part of, of the reason why I'm really excited about this project because I really want to penetrate in, into um, my community and help those conversations mm-hmm. because I'm also coming from a perspective um, as an openly gay man finally I, I don't know if like you, Ooh, if you knew I always knew <laughs> yeah <laughs> did you I always knew <laughs> I'm so proud of you did you like before like, yeah before? I always knew I always knew Oh I always knew. Was it me like bitching about Beyonce or something? Or you no, it like... was just. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It was nothing you said the moment I laid my eyes on you. I'm like, okay, that's yeah, yeah. cool. That's a queen right yeah. there. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I like how you put it. You're like, yeah, okay. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Let's move on. He's a human. Let's move on. Woohoo. Oh my God, you yeah. kill me. I can't right now. But yes, it's like, even from that perspective, I'm trying to really like, you know, get those hard conversations started. Um, yeah. I've been fortunate enough that my parents have done so much work to try and they still have a lot more to do, but it's not my responsibility. I find even whether it's like the, the mental health side or even the sexuality, I find that it, it, it's not... Even if, like, you know, you you are expecting everyone to, to love you a certain way or hope, mm-hmm. it's not your responsibility to try to kind of track their journey towards that place. Mm-hmm. Like, they're entitled to find their way there, their own way. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're entitled to find their own way to understand, oh, okay, so mental health is a real thing that I need to respect, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Um, so it's kind of the same thing, but still, I feel like we need to be loud mouths about it. Exactly, you know we do. I mean? Like to be really vocal and like unapologetically in everyone's faces mm-hmm. and say, "This is reality." You know, what kind of generations are we raising? Exactly. Especially when it comes to to Africans and the diaspora. Right? Exactly, so. and like I've, <coughs> and with the times too, it's just like times are changing. Oh, they are. Like it's they either are. you change with the time, or you're gonna get left behind. Yeah. Like jump on the train or it's gonna leave you yeah like come on like, yeah 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 that's how i feel is just i don't know i don't know like for me one day my for me one day my dream honestly if i won the lottery i'd love to go to zimbabwe and open a mental health clinic yes 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 the first one to do it yes because yes. you know what okay they're starving that sucks yeah 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 but yeah, there's diseases that sucks. Yeah. But how are we helping them cope through it? Yes. yes. They can go through it as humans. They can survive. They've done it for many, many, many years. Yes. But what are we gonna do to help them cope? Yes. We're not yes. helping our country cope. Yes. Why? Yes. 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 Yeah. A hundred percent. I agree with you. I count me in. I yeah. also have. I have. This, <laughs> I have a similar vision to Good. to really get that. Low, yeah. You know that movement going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And for that to happen, there needs to be something set that has mm-hmm. longevity and um, a clinic, for example. Um, I was actually thinking of a school, like mm-hmm. an actual school that 
even though it has a curriculum, it's very self-governmental-preservation-centered. Exactly. Or maybe even try to change the way the curriculum is written in Zimbabwe such that it really focuses on that part of like really taking care of yourself and going in yeah. and understanding how to cope, as you said, right? Mm -hmm. Because we were, we were expecting that country to eventually become successful. Exactly. We need to, generations, we need to make sure that they've got what it takes exactly. to be able to hold that responsibility to take Zimbabwe out of the blood that it's in. Yeah, and we need right to uplift now, them. You know, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, that is beautiful. I like that. I, I yeah. really, I, I love that. I, <laughs> this is, I knew, like I told you, as soon as I walked into this beautiful, beautiful <laughs> apartment, which I swear if I ever need to shoot a music video, I've got a set. I've got a set. I'm oh going to be like, listen, Chi Like, I've got to come here. Listen, I'm telling you, like, this view, like, y'all got to see this. Like, I've got to shoot something in here. Like, I'm you actually will? starting to be like, girl, like, yeah. can I, Let's you know? <laughs> but, you know, um, I, I knew in my spirit that we were going to have um, a very, very wonderful, wonderful um, conversation about, you know, self-love. And I'm just really really kind of in awe and humbled by your story and the journey that you went through but i kind of wanted yeah. to talk about like the specifics of how you because there's self-love right and mm -hmm. the way that self-love is <laughs> sustained the the core the hub is that self-care portion mm -hmm. right you can do all the mantras that you want and stuff but you really actually gotta do and act and actually do do the care what does that look like for you? Um, I know that you mentioned that you do meditations and you pray, but how, what else, what other things do you do to really maintain your self-care? Mm. <clears throat> um, it's very different from everybody, yeah. but I find self-care with spending time with my family. Mm. That mm. is my self-care. I don't need to do a face mask. Yeah. Or go get my nails done. Yeah. Seeing my family happy. Mm. Cooking for my family. Cooking for the kids. Yeah. That's self-care to me. Yes. It's, it makes me comfortable that I'm caring for someone else. Mm. So that means I'm caring for myself. So it's, it's yeah, so that's self-care for me. Oh, that's it. Is there a portion of it that you enjoy the reciprocated love? Because you know you're giving it and then it's coming back. Oh yeah, when well. they when they eat my food, they go. Mm, 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 mm. I'm like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. Yes. I did it. You did it. Yeah, I did it. See, you gotta let me taste one of your things one of these okay, days. Okay. Okay. You gotta cook for you. Can you cater my non-existent future wedding? Yes. Yes, I will, please. I will. Make sure there's a hundred people, please. Ooh. I'm calling it non-existent because you know I'm trying to get that man. Like, <laughs> it's not happening. Let's manifest for this man. <laughs> this, let's speak positivity yes. into existence. Yes. I'm oh my gosh. <laughs> that's that's lovely. I like that. That's that's good. That, that that's good that you you know that there's something that grounds you and centers you. Yeah. Um, through the hard times because you know <laughs> the hard times never end. No. <laughs> they never do. No. It's a merry-go-round. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? You wake up one day, you're like, yes, I've got this. Yes. I woke up like this. Yes. Of information. Yes. And then the other days, you're like, ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back to bed. Good night. Yep. I can't do this today. Yep. Go oh back my goodness! Night, yes. Oh my god! Yes. But yeah, it, that, that does happen. That does happen. But yeah, it's it's good that you 
that, that you know that that's something that you can kind of resort to mm -hmm. during those hard times because there's always going to be I love this quote I got it from um, Mark Manson he wrote the sort of the sort of the sort of art of not giving a fuck mm. great book um, and he said there's always going to be a pile of shit somewhere oh yes when he said that that really just like oh my gosh yes there's I like always, that yeah, right? I like that <laughs> I need to get that tattooed on my body there's always going to be a pile of shit
uh, and like I, I remember looking at myself sitting like that mm -hmm. and like I was telling myself get up mm. get up but then another like part is also like was it just in my head saying get up and me seeing myself sitting me sitting and seeing myself saying get up or vice versa you know what I mean mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I till this day I can't figure it out mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know what it was but it took like shaking I had to shake myself and even after that period it was it was almost like a nightmare and even after that I still couldn't sleep at mm -hmm. night time because mm -hmm. it was it was the dark ages mm -hmm. and I mm -hmm. couldn't sleep at night time so all day I would sleep mm -hmm. all night I was awake because I was scared because it's night time I'm gonna go back there because mm -hmm. it's dark mm -hmm. I don't know it was messed up mm -hmm. it was messed up but damn well the best experience I've ever had because it's made me the person I am today right yeah right. you can talk about it as a thing that's in the past that you've kind of put yeah it. like I can sleep no problem now. No right. problem. I can sleep outside if I wanted to. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Did yeah. you, like, did the meditation help you kind of get to that place where you could get some sleep? Or what, did you try anything? Um, or, like, you just kind of, like, with time as you worked on yourself, it came back naturally? As time went by, it right. worked. Because my meditation wasn't to help me sleep. My meditation was more to help me be awake during the day. Mm hmm because if I, I knew if I was awake during the day, that means there was some kind of light in my life. Mm -hmm. Some kind. Mm -hmm. There was in darkness when I opened my eyes, <coughs> when I closed my eyes, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It does make sense. And with work, you were like still, how did you manage that? I, I quit everything. You, you just stopped because you knew you couldn't. I just stopped. Yeah. yeah. Didn't tell anybody. Everybody thought I was going to work, but I was pretending. Right. I was pretending. I, I lived with my boyfriend. I would, <laughs> crazy. He's gonna hear about this right now. Yeah. I would literally get up and say, "Okay, I'm going to work." Yeah. And it was summertime, and I'd go to the river under a bridge and sleep. Wow. And set an alarm to wake me up, and work was great. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Hmm. And I love like the way you're saying it. It's like it's not you have no regret. No. It's your story and you own it. Oh yeah. Like this is it. I can't change it. Yeah. It's it's I don't I would never say my story is sad. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. I I'm telling to you right now and smiling because it actually brings those dark ages bring joy to my life now if that makes sense mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. yeah. That's that's amazing. Yeah. And that's an important place to be. You have to look at yourself in the past with love. You know, mm -hmm. like in, in a loving way. Um, otherwise, you're just going to be eating yourself up. And yep. amazing. And for what? Yeah. Life is so short. Too short. <laughs> too short, man. <laughs> it moves too fast. <laughs> yeah. It moves too fast and, and it's so short. But yeah, like, I'm just really really like on the ground with just like how candid you you're being right now and i love that thank you um and because that's exactly the kind of content that i was hoping to put out because you so, someone out there would listen to like oh my gosh you know what okay maybe i resonate with something that you said and maybe it will actually help them 
get up from where they're at. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I know I keep saying it, but just thank you so much for, thank for really you. opening yourself up like this. Thank you for letting me <laughs> open up. I've, I never thought I could say, I, honestly, I didn't know how this was going to go because I'm an emotional person and I'm like, yeah. what if I start crying? Mm -hmm. But like, no, you made me feel stronger and like, even people not knowing what I did, mm -hmm. I have no fear that, you know, these people are going to hear this because you, you're here and you mm -hmm. make me feel comfortable sharing it with everybody else because I'm sharing it with you. Mm -hmm. I barely talk to you, mm -hmm. but this is like, this was meant to be. I, I, I honestly yeah. love this. And yeah. thank you. Thank you for having that. <laughs> great damn idea in your head and fulfilling it thank you it's what you're talking about that comfortability is actually one of the main reasons why i'm doing it because i want to get to a place where like i can just just talk about my story like you like it's just this is my story mm -hmm. this is what i had to do and it is what it is mm -hmm. you know what i mean um you said you kind of wanted to talk about you know the food and what you do and what you're working mm -hmm. we'll be getting the, the you know <laughs> the goulash Okay. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> well, I work at Koi. Mm -hmm. um, it's on First Street. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's where I work. Um, yeah, you should definitely come. I was actually there doing an open mic. Just Shut up. Yes! <laughs> Josie was hosting. I don't know if you know her, but I was actually Shut there. Up. Yes, I was actually there. <laughs> Probably in the back. Like. Wow. <laughs> Fam, bring me some ramen. What you doing back there? Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Well, yeah, I know. I know. Well, now I know. Yes. Now I know. Yes. Y'all had it. Cafe Coin Calgary. Yes. Hit it up. Mm -hmm. any, any special items that we should be watching out for? Any, you know, new items on the menu that you're uh, no working with? No new items yet on the menu. Mm -hmm. uh, not that I know of right mm -hmm. now. Um, but if... If I was to give you a suggestion, try the curry bowl. Okay. You know, I like a good curry. Mm-hmm. Okay. The curry bowl or the ramen is really good. It's not, you know, your traditional ramen. It's because it, their menu is like a fusion style menu, right? Okay. So okay. it's it's really good food. Everything is made in-house mm -hmm. and there's no byproducts or like anything like that. Mm -hmm. All the sauces we make fresh in the morning. Mm. So everything is always crispy and fresh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, you know, I do like a good curry, so <laughs> yes. I'll try it out. Yes. <laughs> Since you go there, I might as well take you yeah, there now. Yeah, you know, a good curry before I get on stage and get the <laughs> yes. spirits going, you know. I'll sit there with you and eat with you, and then I'll watch you go up. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Uh, and then another thing that I was just going to try out um, with, with the podcast, because I just wanted to be a little bit of everything, right? You know, talk about self-love and what the person does if they want to share and stuff, which you so did beautifully. Um, I also kind of wanted to do like a nostalgia moment. Like, what's your favorite kind of nostalgia? Pick movies, music, anything that it is. You know when you like hear that song or like watch that movie and it just like brings you back like, oh my God, or like a TV show. Like, what's your favorite nostalgia? Ooh. <laughs> 90s music, etc. <laughs> right now, to this current day, it's actually Job Praise Amudara Chawi. Oh! 
that's my jam. If I'm in a bad mood playing with that song, I will do a 360 turn. Just for just for those of you yeah. who don't know, this is one of the most iconic artists in Zimbabwe, yes. okay? He is got it going on. That's cool. My that... future ex-husband. <laughs> <laughs> that brings you back, eh? Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, okay, all right. Uh, no, don't even, now you're getting me all hot and bothered <laughs> just thinking about it. Oh my gosh, I have the same kind of connection to Brenda Fassi, no Makanja. Yeah! <laughs> You know, I know it's like a wedding song, but like uh, yo, when it comes on, you know, it's just like, oh my god! Yes, yes, that's yeah. Oh, now you have me give me. I'm gonna play throwback songs after this. Yes. Wow. Wow. Like I'm actually sweating. <laughs> no, but it's like nostalgia. Like it, I don't know about you, but sometimes, like you know, especially with like with mental health, mm -hmm. like sometimes that's little things like that, mm -hmm. like to. Even if it's gonna give you a smile for the three minutes, thirty seconds of that song, you smile. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? you, you smile. Just smile. You smile ear to ear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look like the Joker. And then you're tackling over yes. like past memories. Yeah, and you're oh like, my oh my god. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Oh, like Dombogo and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, we're getting into We're getting to ethnic. Yes, <laughs> don't do this to me right now. You're gonna be listening to that tonight. Yes. David's gonna yes. be like, excuse what's going on right He's now. gonna be like, what just happened? <laughs> but yeah, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't. Like, I'm so happy Me right now. Too. I'm feeling Thank really good. You. There's a lot of love in this room. Yeah. There's a lot of love in this home. I felt it walking in. Because, you know, I don't know if you, you said you're an emotional person. Do you feel energies, like, you know, when you walk into a I place? I read people's auras. I yeah. believe that. I, yeah. If I feel bad and energetic, I don't, I won't yeah. do it. <laughs> you won't, you're just like, mm, no. Yeah, you get uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But as soon as I, like, you know, I, I know I was not talking about, like, it's a beautiful home, but literally when I walked in, the few, well, as soon as I met you downstairs, I felt a really good energy, but walking into your home, there's just so much love in here. Yeah. I can feel it. Like, cool. so much, like, Thank you. so much love. Just That's good. Amazing. Oh, that makes me feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Thank that you, makes thank me you. Feel so good. Just, thank you. Girl, you know, you promised that if I need to shoot something, come here. I like, said you could. <laughs> you can. You can. You know, I'm going to write that down in my log and be like, you know. <laughs> and then hit you up with a DM one of these days and be like, okay, sis. So like, <laughs> you said I wrote it down. And then you're going to look at it like, okay, well, I was being nice. <laughs> No, I, I trust you. I know you're real. <laughs> I know you'd be like, okay. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! I can't. I can't right now. Ooh. Oh my gosh! This thank you. Good. Thank you. This is too thank good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the deepest, deepest depths of my heart. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate you for doing that. This entire project took 17 years to manifest. And I say 17 years because that was the length of the journey that I had to take to get to a place of self-love. So I'm super grateful that you chose to tune in. And I hope that this actually makes a difference in your life as well as the people that you share this with. If you want to get me on Instagram, my Instagram is Mandela's Disciple. Once again, that's at Mandela's Disciple. Facebook and Twitter is at selfloveHive. Once again, for Facebook and Twitter, it's at selfloveHive. Remember that your life is a hundred fucking percent yours. Own it.